Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. I am so excited for what we're going to be studying this week. I'm beginning a brand new series called, are you ready? Chosen by God. And every day this week is just going to be rich. Please don't miss one of these programs. But before we get into today's teaching, I want to remind you that right now we're offering you my brand new book about Christmas. You say, Christmas? You've got to be kidding. You're already talking about Christmas? Yes, because I want you to order this book in advance so that when the Christmas season gets here, you have it and you're ready to read it to yourself or to your loved ones or your kids or your grandkids. It is fully illustrated and it's called Christmas, the rest of the story. And the reason it's called that is because when I was growing up, I heard the same Christmas story year after year. But when I got older and I began to really study, I found such amazing things about the Christmas story that no one ever told me. And all of it is in this brand new, fully illustrated book called Christmas, the rest of the story. Watch this. Think you know the Christmas story? A babe in a manger, three wise men, and a few lowly shepherds. But did you know that's just part of the story? In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, the rest of the story, Rick uncovers the stunning details of the nativity story you've never heard. Like how many wise men there could have been, how far they would have traveled, and why Herod was troubled at the news of the birth of a new king. When I was growing up, I heard the same Christmas story year after year, and I loved it. But when I got older, I found treasures in the Christmas story that no one had shared with me. That's what is in this book, and I wrote it to share with you and for you to share with those whom you love. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you'll receive the timeless story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this landmark Christmas keepsake. Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas, the rest of the story, invites families to explore the true meaning of Christmas as they interact with the story across the stunning hand-drawn pages. Bound in a hardcover, large-format book, you'll create a family tradition that will last for generations. Great as a gift or for enhancing your own traditions, pre-order the book today, Christmas, the rest of the story, for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer. Please go online or give us a call and order your copy of Christmas, the rest of the story. And please order several because I promise you, when you get yours, you're going to say, why didn't I order more? It's a book you're going to want to give to other people. And this week, we're also offering you my brand new series called Chosen by God. It's a 15-part series about how to wake up to the call of God on your life. God has a specific calling just for you. Of course, he's called you to salvation, but I'm talking about a plan. God really has a plan for you. And maybe you've not been awakened to it yet, but this entire series is designed to help you wake up to what God wants you to do in the world. It's a powerful series, and it comes with a study guide. And we're also offering you my book by the same title called Chosen 
By God, the foreword is written by my precious friend, Joyce Meyer. And the subtitle says, God has chosen you for a divine assignment. Will you dare to fulfill it? And today I'm going to be in teaching you from this book. And I'm going to begin in chapter one. And I want to read to you the first paragraph about what I felt when God first pointed his finger at me and told me to move my family out of America to the former Soviet Union. Listen to this. Just as God spoke to Abraham, telling him to leave his country and follow him to another land, God also spoke to me years ago and told me to move my family to the Soviet Union. Well, a lot of young people today don't even know what the Soviet Union was, but the Soviet Union was this vast landmass dominated really by Russia, but it had 15 Soviet republics. It was a land of communism. Of course, it was a land of atheism, and that's where God told me to move my family. And his message to me was clear. Get up, get out of your country, and follow me to a new home where I have wonderful things in store for you. It was the spring of 1991 and the Soviet Union was still fully in force. The Soviet hammer and sickle flew on union of Soviet socialist republic flags throughout the vast expanse of the Soviet Union's 11 time zones and Lenin's image. Hey, wait, what do I have here today? I brought a statue of Lenin. When we moved to this part of the world, these statues were everywhere. They were in schools. In fact, they were in every single classroom. They were in public auditoriums. Statues of Lenin loomed large over the landscape of the entire former Soviet Union. Lenin's image loomed over the landscape in the form of monuments, statues, and paintings that could be found in almost every city, village, factory, and school, his face was even printed on the ruble so that every time someone pulled out money to buy bread, the image of Lenin passed through that person's hands. That was the world that God was calling me to move my family to. And actually, I had been invited on a mission trip, and it was the first mission trip I'd ever been on. I didn't even want to go on that mission trip, but I kind of got conned into saying, yes, I'll go on a mission trip. Found myself in the Soviet Union, and I'll never forget when our plane first arrived. I had never seen anything that looked so dilapidated. Maybe it hadn't always been dilapidated, but by the time that I showed up, everything was falling to pieces. Concrete was broken, the walls were broken, it looked like everything needed a fresh coat of paint. It was just disastrous. And I remember leaving the airport and getting into our car and riding to the town of Yelgava, where I was going to be living for the first week. The roads were so terrible, we were just bumping and bumping all the way. I even wondered if I was going to hit my head on the top of the car. And when we checked into the hotel, the curtains in the hotel were so rotten that when I tried to shut them, to keep the sun out of the room, they ripped right off of the curtain rod in my hand. They were just rotten. And that week, I was stunned by the devastation of the Soviet Union. In fact, it is very hard to exaggerate how totally crushed and collapsed was the Soviet economy. People couldn't buy the most basic products. For example, you couldn't buy sugar unless you had a special ration coupon. You couldn't buy milk. You couldn't buy flour. It was very difficult to buy bread. Maybe you remember 
the newscasts from years ago, people standing in long, long lines waiting for their opportunity to buy bread. And when I first came to the Soviet Union and I spoke in a Bible school, when I stood up to speak, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said these words, welcome to your new home. I was stunned. Welcome to my new home. I didn't even want to go on that mission trip. And now I hear the Holy Spirit telling me, this is my new home. And I know the voice of the Holy Spirit. I really knew it was the Holy Spirit who was speaking to me. And that launched a major mental battle that week. Because that week as we were teaching in that Bible school and looking at life, which was just so devastated all around us and people who looked so hopeless, I kept thinking, this is my new home. This is where the Holy Spirit is telling me to move my family. What does that mean? My new home. But I knew that I had heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And I remember thinking, what man in his right mind would move his family into this? Other people were trying to escape it. And now the Holy Spirit was telling me to move my family there. After Denise and I had given several years working really, really hard to build our ministry in the United States. Back in those days, in America, I was speaking 400 times a year. Well, since there's only 365 days in a year, you understand I was speaking multiple times every day, going from city to city to city to city. I was writing books. The books were selling. People were purchasing my materials. I was really living in my dream. I was speaking at conferences, seminars, churches. And after many, many years of not having much, Denise and I were finally able to purchase our own home. Wow, it was so exciting. And our home was located to a bunch of famous preachers. I felt like I was living on Preacher Row in the city of Tulsa, not far from the golf course, working hard, raising our family. Denise was involved in our local church in Tulsa. And in the middle of all of that, the Holy Spirit says, the Soviet Union is your new home. And my friend, I have to tell you, that was a horrifying thought to me. I did not rejoice. I knew that God was pointing his finger at me, but I kept thinking, how could this possibly be the will of God for my life? I don't even like missions. I never even wanted to go on a mission trip. And now the Holy Spirit is telling me to relocate my family to, of all places, the Soviet Union. And I remember asking the Lord, why? Why do you want me in the Soviet Union. And the Holy Spirit said, because there's going to be a supernatural move of God. Many, many people are going to be saved and the teaching of the Bible is going to be needed. And I need somebody like you to be in the Soviet Union to teach the Bible to scores and scores of people that are going to get saved. America has a lot of good Bible teaching, but I need you in the Soviet Union. I knew very clearly that that is what the Holy Spirit said to me. But I also knew that if I didn't tell anybody what the Holy Spirit told me, then I could disobey and nobody would even know I was in disobedience. So it took me several months to come around, but finally I broke the news to Denise. And I said, Denise, 
God has called us to move our family to the Soviet Union. Now, if you think it was hard to break that news to Denise, <laughs> it was even harder to break the news to her parents. Her parents were older, and especially her father remembered Joseph Stalin, who, of course, was the leader of the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was a place of communism. It was the great enemy of America and the rest of the world. It was a place where atheism ruled as king, a place where people, we believed, lived like slaves and in bondage, where Christians had been persecuted for their faith and sent to prison camps. And now I'm breaking the news to Denise's wonderful father that I'm going to move my family to the Soviet Union. And I remember that day after we drove to the town where they lived and broke the news to them. It was time for Denise and I and our sons to drive back to Tulsa. So we got in the car and like they always did, her parents stood on the back porch to wave goodbye. And he said to Denise, roll the window down. And Denise rolled the window down. And her daddy said, Denise, look at me. She looked at him. He said, are you really looking at me? She said, Daddy, I'm really looking at you. He said, look at me good, because if you do what you're saying you're going to do, I'm going to die of a heart attack. You're going to kill me if you do this. And I remember Denise saying, Daddy, you're going to be all right, and we're going to be all right, too. If God's calling us, we're all going to be all right. We, Daddy, are going to do what God is telling us to do. And we began plans to move our family to the former Soviet Union. And finally, the day came when our plan, plane landed in the former Soviet Union. We moved into a house that had been selected for us by other missionaries. We'd never even seen the house. And I remember when the car pulled down the street, it was January. Of course, January in the former Soviet Union is very, very cold. And the snow had begun to melt, so the street was pure sludge. There was no asphalt. There was no concrete, and for us to stop in front of our new house that we'd never seen before, the driver hit the gas to try to get through all that mud and all that sludge. Then he hit the brakes, and somehow the car fishtailed right into place, right in front of our house, and we went into our house. This was the end of January in the Soviet Union, and the house had no heat. <laughs> it had no heat. And the house was so primitive that when you walked from the kitchen into the bathroom, between those two rooms, it was just open dirt. There was no flooring whatsoever. You had to walk across dirt to get from one room into the next. That's what we moved our family into. And God had such wonderful plans for us. Oh, I'm so thankful that we finally said yes when God was pointing his finger at us. But guess what? All of this really began when I was 17 years old. And I was 17 years old. I went to Mexico City to see my cousins who were Southern Baptist missionaries, real heroes who did such a work for God in Mexico City for 40 years. And one evening, I was sitting in a church service, and of course, the whole service was in Spanish, so I couldn't understand what was being communicated. And while I was sitting there in that environment, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. I was 17 years old. And the Holy Spirit said these words, Rick, I've called you to the nations. Well, I was 17. I'd hardly ever been out of my town. 
which was Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Now I'm in Mexico City, but I never dreamed of going anywhere else. I mean, from Oklahoma, it was a big deal for me to go to Arkansas or to go to Texas or, wow, to go to Kansas or Missouri. That was really a big deal. But now I hear the Holy Spirit saying, I'm calling you to the nations. And then I heard him say, I'm going to use your voice to go through the airwaves to bring the teaching of God's word to people that are in need. Well, what I heard was so real that it nearly seemed audible. I wondered if anybody else could hear what I was hearing. And I reached for a piece of paper and I reached for a pen and I began to write on that piece of paper what I heard the Holy Spirit saying to me, I'm calling you to the nations. I'm going to use your voice to penetrate the airwaves and bring the teaching of God's word to people that are in need. I actually wrote it down and I wondered, could this really be God speaking to me? Or is this just my imagination playing tricks on me? When I got home from that trip, I took that piece of paper with me. I put it in a little box and I kept it and wondered, was that really God's voice speaking to me? Was God really pointing his finger at me, nudging me, awakening me to something he wanted me to do with my life? It just seemed like such a far-fetched dream for a 17-year-old boy from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. But do you know what I've learned? Very often in life, the will of God for you, which is embedded in your spirit, it tries to break into your conscious realm. Your mind begins to pick up on dreams and ideas, and very often you just dismiss them as being silly or being a daydream or just being your far-fetched imagination, when in fact it is God trying to break into your conscious realm to show you what he wants you to do with your life. And very often it's like previews, snapshots of the future. And very often, because people live in discouraging environments, they never encourage those dreams. They dismiss them. They walk away from them. When in fact, it really was God's divine plan for their life, trying to break into their mental realm very early in life. If you'll think back to your early life, what did you dream for? What was your dream? Some of those early dreams may have been previews of what God wanted you to do in the future. Did you dismiss it? Did you think it was just silly nonsense and walk away from it? It may have been God speaking to you in the earliest days of your life. And I learned early on that God points his finger at us. Imagine how Abraham must have felt when God spoke to him in Genesis chapter 11 and said, hey, get your wife, and I want the two of you to leave your country, to leave your family. And Abraham was a very wealthy man. They had a very comfortable life. Why would they ever want to leave where they were? And God called them to leave where they were to go to another land. He didn't even know what that land was. He didn't even know the name of the God that was calling him. And imagine how his wife must have felt when he came home and broke the news to her. I can just almost imagine her saying, what God spoke to you? What was his name? You don't know that God's name? Where is he telling us to go? What are we going to do? I understand Abraham because that's what God did with me. And at least Abraham was called to a land flowing with milk and honey. But when I saw the Soviet Union, how crushed it was, I thought, God, you want me to move my family here? 
But God was definitely pointing his finger at me, and I did not comprehend. Wow! How God was going to use us. Well, when I was 17, he said he was going to send me to the nations. Well, here it was. When I was 17, he told me he was going to use my voice to penetrate the airwaves and bring the teaching of the Bible to people who were in need. I just didn't know it was going to be in the 11 time zones of the Soviet Union. And I'm so thankful that God gave me the grace to say yes. And God gave Denise the grace to say yes, because in all of these years living in this part of the world, and that's where I'm coming to you from right now, we have seen the miraculous. We've seen signs and wonders. Our sons have been raised in a living book of Acts. They missed nothing by leaving the United States. They stepped into the adventure of their lives. And guess what? God has used my voice to penetrate the airwaves. I didn't even understand how vast that would be today. We own an entire Russian-speaking satellite network which covers not only the lands of the former Soviet Union, but 87 nations of the earth, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are piping the Word of God into people's private spaces, penetrating the airwaves with the teaching of the Word of God. But when I was 17, I thought, well, my imagination, it's just playing tricks on me. But in fact, it was God speaking deep from inside, trying to penetrate my conscious realm to show me that he had a plan for my life. You know, Jesus said an amazing thing in Matthew chapter 22, verse 14. He said, many are called, but few are chosen. The truth is the call of God goes forth to many. And that word called really describes a VIP invitation. It is an honor that God would call us to do anything. But the rest of the verse says, few are chosen. The invitation goes forth, but very few people really step up to the plate to embrace it. But my friends, God has a call for you, not just a call to salvation, he has a call for you to do something, something beyond your wildest imagination. He's waiting for you to step up to the plate and say, Lord, if you're pointing your finger at me and telling me this is what you want to do with my life, then I'm going to say yes. And it may seem impossible to you to do it, but God's grace will empower you to do what you could never do by yourself. Say amen. I'll be back in just a moment, and I'm going to pray for you. Rick Renner's new series, Chosen by God, is jam-packed with strength and encouragement to help you wake up to the fact that you are chosen by God, and not just for salvation. God has a specific, marvelous, and powerful plan for your life right now. There is nothing more thrilling than to know you are chosen by God and exactly what He brought you into the world to do. In this powerful 15-part series, Rick will prove to you that God has a specific plan designed just for you. While you are experiencing so many hassles along the way, you can overcome any roadblock the devil tries to use to stop you. You have everything you need inside you to bulldoze the powers of hell out of your way. That you are exactly the kind of person God wants to choose and use. This 15-part series is available in digital or physical format, starting at just $24. We're also offering you Rick's 304-page book, 
Chosen by God, with a foreword by Joyce Meyer. Joyce says, in Chosen by God, Rick clearly establishes that many are called, but few are chosen. But why is this the case? What are the necessary requirements for not only being called, but chosen as well? What is the cost of fulfilling God's call upon your life? Rick gives us all the requirements necessary to say yes and to fulfill our God-given destinies. This dynamic book is just $18. Are you ready for a life adventure? Order the 15-part series Chosen by God and the life-changing book Chosen by God. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. This is Rick Renner, and my friends, right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that. Thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that. Thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world and from that facility. We're producing TV programs, social media. We're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. Today, as I've been teaching my program, I've been thinking that maybe you need someone to pray with you for you to be able to identify what God wants you to do with your life. My friend, he has a plan for you. And if you'll give us a call, or reach out to us by email. The moment we hear from you, we're going to pray for you to be able to discern the will of God for your life. It's already in you. You just need your mind to perceive it. And we would love to pray with you about that or anything that's on your heart. But right now we're offering you my brand new series, which is called Chosen by God. It's a 15-part series, which comes in multiple formats, and it comes with a great study guide so you can read all the points and the principles while you're hearing or seeing the series. Please get it. You need to hear it and hear it and hear it because God wants you to move you from where you are into His plan. You've been chosen by God. And we're also offering you right now my book, which is called Chosen by God. The foreword is by Joyce Meyer. And the subtitle says, God has chosen you for a divine assignment. Will you dare to fulfill it? This may be one of the most important books you've ever read because it will put you on track to find God's plan and to step into it. And that is why I want you to have this book. You can order all these things by going online or by giving us a call. But Father, I thank you that you have a call for each of us. You knew us before the foundation of the world, and the Word says you planned the works that we should walk in. 
which means you have a plan for each one of us. We just need to find it and begin to walk in it. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would awaken, that you would arouse that plan in the heart of every one of my friends. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow. But remember, Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power. Thank you for joining Rick Renner today. For more information about Renner Ministries and product resources, visit renner.org and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.